This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people. Hello, hello. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers listening. Yes, I know that technically Mother's Day was yesterday, but if you've been listening to me any length of time, um, Chris and I developed a um, system where we celebrate most holidays for at least a week. So I actually started, I guess you could say, honoring Mother's Day on Friday. Um, I I was preparing for my daughter and my grandbaby to come in town and to see me, but I ended up beginning my week, my Mother's Day week, with buying a few things for myself in honor of my late hubby because uh, I needed them, but I was also thinking about him and um, he spoiled me so much. He spoiled me so much when it came to those type of things. And so I just went and got a few things that I needed. And uh, one of them was a beautiful robe. I wanted a cozy, comfy, feminine sort of robe and um some new PJs and a few other a few some some footsies that match my I love the cozy kind of pajamas the kind that just you know make you feel like you're really not wearing anything and they're just like soft and velvety type feeling um I love those types of things and so I started out shopping for some food items and things for my girls, but I took the time to get some things for me. You know, we have to do that sometimes, mothers, because we tend to put ourselves, the good mothers anyway, the dedicated, loyal mothers, you end up putting yourself on the back burner um, a lot of times because you're so consumed with caring for those that you that you love, that you love. Okay, so I started that on Friday. The girls got in on Saturday uh, early in the morning, and um, I just had this sense of gratefulness and thankfulness, and I just wanted to do another another Chris-type deal. And that was, I felt like giving back, uh, even though I give all year long, pretty much every day uh, to my girls um, and to my, uh, not just to my girls, but to the other children, families, 
um, relations that God has put in my life. Um, sadly, since my husband passed, uh, my son has been estranged. Um, he has been estranged from us, but um, he's still um, very much my son and very much in my heart. So um, I don't mention him the same way for those reasons, but um, it's not because I don't love him. It's just because I don't get to enjoy the the fellowship of his company like I used to. And um, I'm believing God for uh, that uh, to be rectified and to be worked out. Anyway, the girls came in on Saturday. I decided to cook a beautiful spread for um, for us so we could celebrate together. And I laid it out. If you want to see some of the pictures, I put pictures on uh, my Facebook page, the ministry Facebook page. Just go on the radio show page, and you'll see the link there. I put pictures of the beautiful spread. Uh, then I um, really, really, really appreciated my daughter. She does it often, so it's not that it was something new. But for some reason this year, I was just so, so, so grateful. And I appreciated her making the long trip, the seven-hour trip, uh, driving with all the things that she has going on to come and spend basically a day with her mother because she had to get back on the road because my grandbaby had to go back to school today. I tell you, sometimes life can be demanding. And I just fully appreciated that. I I am one that just does not take things for granted. I appreciated it. And so I wanted her to know how much I appreciated being able to be her mom, um, how much I appreciated her love and her respect of me. So I took my girls out to dinner. That afforded her the opportunity to go do some shopping uh, for herself and to buy some dresses and she had a selection to choose from because I told her we were going to go to a nice place. And so um, that was just kind of special. Her and I used to go shopping together often <laughs> from the time she was, um, you know, a preteen um, and through various times in our life. That's something that we've enjoyed together. So um, we got to do that. And then we ate at a wonderful um just a wonderful place in uh, in uh, D.C. called Fogo de Chao. And Chris had taken me there, I believe, two times, and I had told my daughter about it for years. And so I wanted to include Chris in our celebration in some way. And I thought, what better way to do that than to spend an evening with my girls where we got to dress up and go be dined and wined like we were queens and princesses <laughs> because they literally come to your table and just serve you all you can eat, first of all. And then they carve the meat right there in front of you. They bring the different skewers to you and ask you, what would you like? Would you like this? Would you like that? And then they carve it right there in front of you. And just, oh, my goodness, the salad bar is just too... Just to, I won't say, I was going to say to die for, but I don't mean that literally. It was just a wonderful, packed weekend. 
We got up Sunday morning, and we had leftovers because I cooked so much. And I spent that time imparting and teaching my grandbaby how to. She already knows how to set the table because she's done that before. But I reinforced that with her, and she loves getting involved with that. And then I told her we're going to do this something special for. This is something special that she can do for her mommy, and help me do for her mommy. And um, she surprised her grandma like she always does with a beautiful gift. She makes wonderful things, and she made me a beautiful ring, and she made her mother a beautiful ring. And so we had an awesome day and a half together, (laughs) not quite two days together. My daughter uh, just blew me away with this beautiful, beautiful video, a tribute that she put together of, of of our lives and and for me as a mom. And I'm thinking about it and it's bringing tears to my eyes. You know, I'm just so thankful. I'm so thankful. And um, those things just caused me to wake up on Sunday morning knowing that it was Mother's Day. And maybe it's just the season, you know, maybe the Holy Spirit is just doing something wonderful in the land in spite of all of the craziness that we see Um, because I just woke up so thankful and I just woke up reflecting on my own life and what God has done for me and where he's brought me from and how I was afraid as a as a young woman I was I was afraid to have children I didn't even really care for children I was afraid that I wouldn't be a good mother if I did get pregnant, and um, uh, that was all because of the trauma that I experienced in my own childhood. It was because of the devastation and the trauma that I experienced in my own childhood. And so for me to be 59 now and, and I'm able to enjoy the love of my daughter and my grandbaby and many others, many others other pe- people called me texted me sent me emails after my girls left i didn't really respond to the messages until my girls left cuz i wanted to just devote my time to them since they had such a short time to be with me but after they left it took me from like about 5 o'clock till 11 o'clock at night responding to text messages and calls and People called me that I hadn't heard from in a long time, and and some called me that I do hear from regularly, but it was all just such a blessing, um, and I was just overwhelmed with the beauty and the gratefulness of uh, of being a mother, of being able to be, to be blessed to be a mother, and to receive um, not only the you know, the responsibility of being a mother is one of the greatest jobs that a woman could have. But to receive the blessing that comes with it, I'm just honored. You know, I told several people that called me, you know, I thank you so much. I, I'm honored. I'm honored that you allowed me to love you and that you allowed me to impart and to share myself with you. And so I didn't quite mean to start my show um this detail, I kind of went to the end and 
just hit hit the ground running, but it's from the heart. It's from the heart. So um, that's just the way it is. <laughs> that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Please go to our show page. Oh, oops, sorry. I got caught up in what I was doing and forgot about the cues. I'll be back, y'all. I'll be back. <laughs> Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. We are home-based in Waldorf, Maryland. If you would like more information, you may email us at etsministriesinc at gmail.com or write to us at ETS Post Office Box 72, Waldorf, Maryland 20602. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls and we can make information available to you by email. E-T-S The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, physical abuse, abandonment, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived traumas such as molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may find themselves in Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, amazon.com, or any of the major bookstores. The Story of Me. Thank God I am Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. All right, people, it is me. I am back. <clears throat> Time flies when you're having fun. I am celebrating and honoring Mother's Day and therefore the mothers in my own life. I woke up Sunday doing a lot of reflecting, and it caused me to go 
back down memory lane. And some of the memories were pleasant and some of them were not. But this is the reality of life. There is rain in life and there is sunshine in life to everything. There is a season and a purpose for everything under the sun. So I wanted to do this show in order to um, cherish, to cherish and to honor the mothers in my life. And I say mothers because I have been blessed to have multiple mothers. Yes, I have. I've had multiple mothers. Of course, I have to start with my own mom. Okay? Hold on one minute here. I am signing out of the chat on my phone and logging into the chat on my um, laptop because my phone is harder for me to see. Let's see if I can get in there. Come on, come on, come on. Let me log in. Nope, nope. It's acting like I'm still in there. Okay, so I'll deal with that um, as I press on. Um, starting with my own mom, all right? I used to call my mother Mama. That was um, what we grew up knowing her as was Mama. I recall that my Mama was a very beautiful, I mean physically attractive, beautiful woman. And when I... Uh, when I actually post this show, I'm going to look for one of my favorite pictures of her, and I'm going to post it um, on my Facebook page, the ministry Facebook page, and hopefully on my TogiNet um, page as well. Um, she was a beautiful woman. She was very soft-spoken. She was kind and even even toned, you know, she wasn't a yeller or a screamer or a nagger or um, anything like that. She was a homemaker. I vaguely remember that she, I think, worked um, maybe once. It seems like I vaguely remember something along those lines that she um, worked or tried to work um, once. Um uh, I lost my mom, though. I lost my mom first to mental illness and um, <clears throat> trauma, trauma in our home. Um, when I was, that started when I was around the age of 10. And so I, I truly uh, lost her then. I did have a few uh, moments with her um, off and on after she uh, suffered mentalness, but I lost a lot of my life with her. Um, even before that happened, uh, there was there was some some hard and difficult things that happened in our home. <clears throat> so the relationship was already um, tainted, if you will. But then I lost her completely um, when she passed away in my. Um, early 20s. 
but the things that I cherish, the things that I cherish, um, in spite of the fact that it was hard living with her and hard living without her, um, I cherish the fact that she raised me to know about God. She taught me right and wrong. She taught me about the Bible, took us to church. She taught me to sing. She had a beautiful voice, and she could sing and play the piano well. Uh, She taught me a little bit about sewing and uh, some about cleaning. And believe it or not, those are very important, uh, what we used to call domestic skills, but they're very important skills to, to have, and they have helped me a lot in life. She even taught me how to care for my husband um, because I watched her example and she truly did care for my daddy. That's what we called my father was daddy. I do recall having um, at least one conversation with her about what we called back then the birds and the bees. (laughs) So I can give her credit for that. Um. And I recall um, watching her exercise one time. She was trying to lose weight. She had gained uh, a considerable amount of weight, and there was this beautiful moo-moo-style dress that she used to wear that I still remember to this day that I loved. But um, I remember her exercising and teaching me how to do a certain certain type of exercise you bounce on one hip to the other hip, you know, you bounce and bounce. And <laughs> I still remember that as a girl, okay? And so she bore me. Of course, I don't recall that, but she bore me, and I honor her because she bore me. She not only bore me, she bore my siblings. And if it were not for her, I would not be here. I would not have siblings. So I honor my mother. I got uh, sometimes people say that I that I looked like that I look like my mom in life, and other times they said I look like my dad. But um, she was a beautiful woman, and she had beautiful, thick, long black hair. And uh, at times I have favored her. I see that in myself. The Lord. Of course, gave me uh, two grandmothers, my mother's mother. My mother would not have existed if it wasn't for her mother. <laughs> um, my grandmother on my mother's side, um, her name was Robbie, Robbie Jean or Bobby Jean. Um, um, for a long time, I didn't know exactly if it was Robbie or Bobby. <laughs> and even now, I still forget because we just called her Grandma. Grandma, okay? Um, I do recall living with uh, that grandmother for a short period of time when my family was in disarray and we were split up and placed in different homes. I lived with my grandmother and Grandpa. That was a very difficult time. Um, if you want to know the background about those things and the things that I allude to regarding my mom and dad, then you got to get my book, 
the story of me. You got to get the book to get the background, okay? It was a difficult time, but I take the good. I've learned to take the good out of all situations in my life. My grandma was an excellent seamstress. I still remember that to this day. Some of the things that she made would just make your jaw drop. She was a a seamstress. She was the mother of eight, if I count correctly, and I admire and honor and respect. My, My mom was the mother of seven, and my grandmother was the mother of eight, and I honor and respect the women that... Um, that bore children uh, that way and and did what they were created to do. Um, I wished, I wished and I longed and I prayed for a long time to have more children. Um, And I was not um, blessed to do that, not naturally anyway, not physically anyway. So she um, was also a hardworking woman. She worked at a cannery uh, for most of her adult life that I was aware of anyway. She was a church-going woman. I didn't truly learn much about the Lord uh, the Lord from her and living for the Lord, but she was a church-going woman. Um, my mother came from her, and if it were not for her, my mother wouldn't have existed, and... I wouldn't exist. My relatives and other uncles and aunts wouldn't exist, so I cherish and I honor her today. My other grandmother, I'm trying to keep track of the time because I haven't been able to sign in to the chat on my other laptop because it's still saying that the username is in use. (laughs) That's crazy. But anyway, I'm keeping track of the time. Um, my other grandmother on my dad's side of the family, some of you may have recalled that I was able to reconcile with her after many, many years and actually had her on the radio program. So if you'd like, you can actually go back and find that show. Reconciliation or... Uh, rejoicing in reconciliation, I cannot recall, but you might be able to find the info by looking at the info, um, what it was. Well, Jerry, as some people called her, Geraldine, as others called her, um, again, that was one of those situations where I never knew exactly (laughs) what her first name was, and I'll be with you after the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. (laughs) A black nurse. This narrative is about the struggles of being a black woman and a black professional in a society bound with racial and gender bias. She has hopes, dreams, needs, 
a purpose, and aspirations, but faces constant opposition to fulfilling these basic human requirements. Like so many people of color before her, she achieves some measure of success, but her success is minor compared to what she must do to achieve it. It's time for a change. Get your copy today from AuthorHouse.com, this show's host page, or any major book retailer like Amazon.com. A black nurse. <laughs> Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com, the show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal, it's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay. I'm celebrating Mother's Week, Mother's Day and Mother's Week, and I am cherishing the mothers in my life. You know, the Bible tells us to give honor where honor is due, and it tells us to honor our mother and fathers, that the days may be long upon the earth, that our days may be long. And so I've done my best to honor all the mothers in my life, whether they were, um, whether I had good relationships with them or not, I have done my best to honor all the mothers in my life. So I left off talking about my grandma, grandma, we called my other grandma, my dad's mother, grandma as well. Um, some of the things that I recall concerning her, because I did not, my father did not grow up with his mom. Um, well, I forgot until just now that um, my father's grandmother played a significant role in his life. Um, I forgot until just this moment that um, I did uh, meet her a few times. Um, so I give honor to her as well because she had my grandmother, and my grandmother had my dad, and had she not had my dad, my dad would not have had me or my siblings. I wouldn't have had my mom. You know, because of them, I exist. So with Grandma Jerry, um, I do remember visiting her uh, on one occasion in particular, um, I'm not sure that's the same occasion where I experienced her 7-Up cake. She made this bomb 7-Up cake that was unforgettable because I still remember it to this day. And I haven't had it. I don't think I've had it since I was a girl. But um, many, many, many years later, um, when we did reconnect and we did begin to talk, and I was blessed to have some conversations with her to try to fill in some of the gaps about my own daddy's uh, life and um, her life. 
Um, she did give me the recipe. I do have the recipe, and I think it's so important to be able to pass those types of things on in a family. I have not had the time to be able to make it yet. I hope and pray that I will get to actually test it out before she passes. She's in her 90s now. She's in her 90s. And I want to make sure that I've done it right. Okay? Um, So her 7-Up cake was just unforgettable. I learned uh, that I do have her feet I have distinct feet. <laughs> um, some people would call them bunions. I don't know if they're actually bunions, but my my toes curve, my big toe curves. They've never caused me any pain or discomfort, so I don't know if it's the shape of my feet or if they're truly bunions or not. Um, I learned that she worked in healthcare for for many, many, many years, and um, of course, I'm a registered nurse and grew up in healthcare. So I got some things specifically from my grandma. She's still living, and um, I still need to give her a call and wish her Happy Mother's Day. But I'm honoring my grandma. Then I will move on to my um, foster mother, a.k.a. Granny, a.k.a. Mother Moore. Um, I met the woman who became my granny and my foster mother in church, um, thanks to my mom, um, after some difficult times and us being taken from my mom and in foster in, in I'm sorry, in um, shelters and split up with family members. My mom did get us back for a short period, and during that short period, she took us to a new church in a new town, and there I met my granny, and um, she was known by the church as Mother Moore. She was the mother of our church. Um, I dedicated a chapter to her in my book, it was called Bittersweet. Um, the reason being was that my granny was, was um, the best word that I could describe today when I was writing this down was that she was jaded by her own life experiences before coming to the Lord. But from all accounts of, of her own and from other people's accounts, she um, had mellowed out a lot. She, the Lord did change her a lot. He brought about a change in her life. But um, I still recall um, some of the difficult times of living with her as well as the moments and the things that I will always cherish. So I call that chapter Bittersweet. You can read more about it in my book, but... Um, She taught me a lot. She taught me a lot. Um, She was in a wheelchair, so that made her sacrifice, her sacrifice of taking us in uh, even more uh, profound. And um, she had health problems because she had suffered several strokes, CVAs, but she took in six of my, me and my siblings. She didn't take in my youngest brother because he wasn't with us at the time, but she took in six children of various different ages 
in that wheelchair, okay? She learned that we were abandoned, that we were in living in our home, that both our parents had abandoned us because I told that to my then-boyfriend, who became my first husband, and she took us in. She took us in. She cared for us. She cooked for us. She taught us to cook. She taught us to cook full course meals. She taught me what soul food was. She taught me um, how to how to clean, how to run a household. Um, those are valuable, valuable things that I still use to this day and that have blessed my children and my family to this day. She once cooked as for a living. I cannot remember if she was actually considered a chef or not, but she told us stories about how she um, would um, go, I believe she would work in L.A. and during the week and come home on the weekends. Um, I believe her mother and father helped her with her children um, because she had a, a, rough, a rough marriage and uh, she was a hard-working woman. Um, I learned just different things about life itself. She would tell some of her stories about about her life. Um, and um, I just will always honor and love and cherish my granny. I owe so much, so much to her. Uh, keeping my siblings together until I was in my... 20s um and then and then the remaining siblings that were still with her came to live with um me eventually um they moved with one of my brothers first and then uh they moved with me so i owe her so much um i think i'm going to post her picture as well alongside of my mom's when i actually post this show um because of my marriages, I inherited a couple of mother-in-laws, one and two. <laughs> and as the old saying goes, um, whew, mother-in-laws can be something else, you know. And I don't say that to bash either one of them. I just say it because it's an unfortunate reality for me. But I will talk about and cherish the good, okay? Um, <laughs> I, my mother, my first mother-in-law, her name was Gwen. She has recently passed on just, um, I don't, it's only been a few months, I believe. It's only been a few months since she recently passed. Um, but she um, initially despised me. Um, for no fault of my own, um, I never really knew why, but the one thing I will give her is that one day out of the clear blue, she called me up and she apologized for how she had treated me. And she told me that she would never treat, mistreat me again. And she was true to her word and she did not. She did not. We had a respectable relationship after that, um, we um, were never close, but um, 
she um she actually in fact received my second husband she remained a part of my life and in my life uh until she, until um Chris passed and until she passed and she received Chris and she was kind to him and that meant a lot to me because when you have children in a in a marriage you know you're still connected to those people uh because of your children because of your history and so that meant a lot to me that she was kind to Chris who became the love of my life um she even sent condolences to me when he passed um I remember that she did give me some saving bonds for my daughter when my daughter was a little girl that I kept until she was uh, graduating from high school and doing some of the significant things in her life, like um, wanting to go to Barbizon school and wanting a car and different things. I don't remember specifically, but we ended up using the savings bonds for my daughter once she became an adult. And I can thank my mother-in-law, Gwen, for, for, for those contributions. She bore my husband. She bore my husband. She bore his sisters. And, and because of that, I have my daughter. I have, I have the most wonderful daughter ever. And so I cherish and honor her for that. Um, my second mother-in-law, uh, I inherited my second mother-in-law through the love of my life, Christopher Edward Jones. <laughs> and uh, it's time for a break, and I'll pick up after the break. <laughs> Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Millions of people are sexually abused each and every day. Not just by rape, child molesters, or pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preferences. Who would enjoy being raped again and again? Why is rape spiritual as well as physical? Can a sex offender be healed from abusing others? Find answers to these and other questions in the pages of Overcoming Sexual Abuse by Minister Diane Jones. Available online at authorhouse.com. This show's host page Amazon.com and any major bookstore overcoming sexual abuse. Reaching out from the heartland of the United States with quality programming, this is Tokinet Radio. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. 
Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, Trisha Goyer, that's G-O-Y-E-R dot com. Trisha's vision is to be a voice of hope and possibility for teenage girls, pregnant teens, mothers, and wives. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living to do? Yes. Start Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free. On Toginet.com, the show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. All righty. I'm cherishing and honoring the mother in my life, and I'm talking about my second mother-in-law, Miss Jessie Bain. If any of you have been listening to me for any length of time, then you've heard me talk about my life, and you know some of the ups and downs that Jessie and I experienced, but I'm giving honor where it's due. The scripture says to honor your mother and your father, she was my mother for um, 22 years. She blessed me because she bore my husband, Chris. Um, he became the love of my life. She and his dad, um, which I called her mom and I called my father-in-law dad for many years, jump-started Chris's foundation in in the Lord, in God, um, because of them, Chris um, was you know introduced to the Lord, and and that made a huge difference in my life. When Chris came along, I started thriving, not surviving. Um, I can say that. Um, she was instrumental, my mother-in-law was instrumental in helping me uh, be restored to the Lord. In addition to Chris, she was instrumental in helping me be restored to the Lord. Um, she did ask me to help her with her 50th wedding celebration. And that, I believe, was the highlight of our relationship. That was one of the best moments in our relationship. Um, she used to tell me that that was a highlight to her, um, how I stepped in like the daughter that she lost and fulfilled that role. So I thank God. I thank God for the, for the good that I 
can pull from our relationship. Um, I do even recall, she did even seem to, I mean, she's still living, so I'm not saying that although she's not, that she's not living anymore, but she, but we don't have a relationship anymore. But she did seem to enjoy my grandbaby um, when she was around, when they were around each other. She really seemed to enjoy my granddaughter, and my granddaughter um, is such a loving child. Um, she also loved her. So I thank God and I cherish the the good and the difficult, the good and the bad, because even our difficult experiences helped to make us. They helped to make us, and that's what we have to learn. There is a purpose, a, re, a, a reason for every season and a purpose to everything under the sun. Then I'll move to, because I'm running out of time, um, a woman that I called, that I knew as Mother Clark. She was a mother that I met in church. Um, she didn't even know me. She didn't even know me, really. She knew of me. One day, she came to my home. I'm not sure how she obtained my address and information, but I was going through a very difficult time with my first husband. Um, the Lord just put me on her heart, and she came to my home, and she brought me a gift of some kind. It was something simple. I think there was a card and something simple. But I remember that was just kind of, for me, the first time I felt a grandmotherly, motherly sort of love. And I just cherished that. I cherished that, and to this day, I still recall it. It was a short-lived experience because she passed away not too long after that. But I cherished that moment. Mother Clark. Um, I later met, um, just before I met, just before I married Chris, I started another, a new job, and I met Mother Gatewood. Um, I met her at the job. Uh, For some reason, she fell in love with me. Um, She was another example of a sweet, kind Old older woman. Um, for some reason, I gravitated towards older women in my life, and older women gravitated towards me. <laughs> it seems like I was an older soul or something. But we ended up at the same church. I left that job. I didn't stay there long at all. It was really a bad job. <laughs> but I didn't stay there long, and we lost touch, but we ended up at the same church. And when she saw me again, she said, I am never letting you go again. And she just kind of adopted me, her and her husband, um, as as her as her spiritual daughter and just as a daughter, and we have a relationship to this day. She's been on my radio programs. She's been a part of our women's prayer group. Um, I still remember how she came to church, and she brought me a gift just because one day. It's a beautiful pink um, shawl that I still have, that I still have, and it still looks like new. 
and I think of her every time I see it. Um, I still stay in touch with her, so I cherish Mother Gatewood. Through thick and thin, you know, we've both experienced, um, I experienced the loss of Dad, her husband, Elder Gatewood, but I also call him Dad, with her, and then she experienced the loss of Chris with me, and many other things that we've talked about and shared with one another down through the years, and I just thank God and cherish the mothers in my life. Another one of my dear friends, she was a friend and a co-worker and a mother, was Miss Mary. Miss Mary. We met at one of my jobs. Again, she took to me for some reason. She supported me on the job. Um, We were the only two black um, people in uh, a predominantly Hispanic town, and um, the working conditions were not good, but she gravitated to me. She supported me. She um, not only befriended me on the job, but off the job. Chris and I had moved to a new town. We didn't know anybody there. We sacrificed a lot to take that job, and she became family to us. She purchased training for me and her that our employers would not provide for us. Um, um, I had never been a DON before, so this was a, a huge challenge, but one that I had worked hard for, and she supported me. And, and then there was times when Chris and I didn't have money because we, you know, had to start all over basically when we moved there. And she she met us at the gas station and filled up our gas tanks and she cooked the most fabulous Thanksgiving meal and invited us to come over. And we were almost in tears because it just touched our hearts so much because we were just alone. We were alone, and and we didn't even have um, the long-distance support um, of family um, at that time um, like we needed and desired and I'm telling you, she she just fell in love with Chris. She received him. She baked him this beautiful pineapple coconut cake that he just lost his mind over, and he never forgot. <laughs> he was he was she was in after that. You know, she couldn't do no wrong after that with Chris, and that was for his birthday. And um, um, she admired my children. Um, she's still in my life, and. And uh, she supported me on the radio program, and she did the forward on my third book. Um, I just cherish and honor Miss Mary. And uh, in the area of church mothers, um, God blessed me with a couple of more. In our prayers prayer group, you've met Mother Cara. She's been on the show with me. You've met Mother Norma. She's been on the radio program with me. They have been senior women in my life. They have been constant. Uh, Mother Norma, Mother Mother Norma, longer than Mother Cara, but um, they are still a part of my life. We have shared ups and downs. We have prayed together. We have been in the trenches together, and and I'm just so 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 thankful for what they've contributed 
to my life. I cherish them all. I wouldn't be the mother that I am today if it were not for all of these women, each and every one of them. I've learned something from all of them. I've gained something from all of them. I'm I'm more of a rounded and whole person because of them. I'm thankful for my daughter and the tribute that she gave to me that just really made me grateful to know that I've that I've achieved, I guess. I don't even know if that's the right word, but I've been honored and blessed to be a mother. I received beautiful texts, emails, calls, like I said, until like late last night. And I just wanted to share with all of you that as difficult as it may be, as trying as it may be at times, it is truly a blessing and it is truly wonderful to be a mother. Don't let the enemy tell you different. Don't let him tell you different. God bless you. Till next time. Good night. For being a part of I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones on Toginet. Ladies, this is your chance to join us for stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet, in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is a straight-up show to enlighten and to lighten your load. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. For more information on Diane and her book, go to her show page here on Toginet and email her directly. Then, get set to join us here again next Monday night for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be, I'm Free, with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com.